Do you ever think about utopia? Do you ever think about ethical dilemmas? Do you ever think about the other people on public transport? Do you ever think about the demise of civilization as we know it? everyone. This is Do You Ever Think About? And I am Merida Violet, one of your hosts. And I am still a little bit drunk. <laughs> and Candice Jade. Hi. Hello, a little bit drunk. Hello. <laughs> Obligatory dad joke. <laughs> um, well, at the top here, we'll just do a little housekeeping. Um, that, just to say that the holidays are upon us. And we're just, we deserve a break. Yeah, it's been a weird year. Yeah. And I want to, like, from here on in until January, I am going to be intoxicated on a beach. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I'm going to be either intoxicated or about to be intoxicated. So Those are the two states of life. Exactly. <laughs> within those. And also probably just sleeping a lot. So um, we've decided that we're going to release an episode every second week instead of every week Probably from when this one comes out, uh, which is the second week of December, until oh, mid-Jan, sub- like, something like that. We're not sure. Basically, keep an eye on it, but don't yeah. worry too much. We'll be around, yeah. and we're just going to just break it up to maybe just every other week while we're all on holiday season. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So you can don't worry. You can just re-listen to those episodes if you're craving our voices. <sighs> just go back, listen to the previous ones, take notes, write <laughs> in to us. Well, there will be tests. Yes, yeah, there uh, will be will tests. Be t- if you don't, send us at least one suicide attempt because we haven't Jesus released Christ. an episode. Then <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. That was so, I was not expecting that. that and much. your face got so aggressive. That was great. Too much? No, not enough. Too much, not enough. Anyway, so basically, yes, we'll be away, but never fear. We'll be back and better than ever in the if new year. We're not back. Avenge our deaths. Yes. But otherwise, good to go. Just so you know, I will never... Hang myself. <laughs> it was just, just so you know, I will never die. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been great. Well, this should have come <laughs> with a content warning. All right. Yeah. Trigger happy. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. Trigger happy. Nice. I want to trigger people and be super happy about it. <laughs> That's what I'm going to. Definitely not called being an asshole. No. no I'm going to call my trigger happy from now on. Nice. Okay. Okay. Let's All talk right. shop. Let's talk. So the shop today is we're opening our doors to a concept, a concept, um, all the rage this time of year. Yeah, because uh, why is that? Because it's Thanksgiving and time. Thanksgiving. Well, it was, you know, very recently Thanksgiving. And um, what better topic than you know, that warm, loving feeling of gratitude? And so we, you know, when we were planning this episode, we thought, yeah, we'll do gra- gratitude. And, you know, we'll talk about how great it is to be shanti about everything. And and then uh, we realized it was boring yeah. as fuck and not metal enough. So, like, <laughs> put the pedal down. We're way <laughs> too cynical for that. <laughs> also, like, every second podcast was about gratitude that I listened to in the last few weeks. So we're not basic, okay? We're more interesting than that. So true contrarian style, what mm-hmm. we decided to do... Flip it, let's find the opposite of gratitude. Yes. Anti-gratitude <laughs> is what this episode is about. Anti-gratitude, you might say, um, which is a couple of things to us. Because obviously, like, the 
primary antonym to gratitude is ungratefulness or ingratitude. Which was not as obvious as you may have thought. No. It took us about a week to realize that there was actually did, a very clear opposite to gratitude. We did think we were going to be breaking some new ground with this concept and then realize there already is a definition, but... We found it in the dictionary. We did. <laughs> um, so let's start off by defining... Gratitude. Gratitude. Gratitude is... Uh, and I'm not super stoked with it in terms of, like, a definition. Gratitude. A noun. Feeling of being grateful for gifts or favor. That's it. Oh. I know. Um, and then grateful is feeling or showing thanks. Hmm. I know, right? Pretty unsatisfying. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a lot more to it than that. Well, because for me, gratitude, because I do practice gratitude on a regular basis. Mm. And for me, it's a lifestyle choice. Yeah. It's... An, Almost bordering on almost religious doctrine. Would you say you have an attitude of gratitude? I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. I love rhymes. <laughs> I think there was a uh, one of those, you know, posters like, reach for the stars. It was like, cultivate an attitude of gratitude. Oh, cool. Yeah. No, I dig it. Because like... It, no, but it, like really, yeah, without being cheesy, it actually is like a practice. It is a yeah. practice. It's also a way of not being a like downer to be around yes and, uh, and like more happy in your own life too and it's like because what how to me is how it like does border on almost religious doctrine is that like through the practice of gratitude even if there isn't meaning to something you can carve meaning and uh, like a lesson out of shit no matter mm. what the um like no matter what the circumstance yes. and for me i'm like wouldn't you rather that rather than just sitting there and being like meh I want more. I want more. It's very more. hard for me. I'm a victim. Bam, bam, bam. Please, I want to say shoot yourself, but then yes. I feel is that too far? But no. we've already told everybody to give us suicide. <laughs> trigger happy. Trigger happy. Trigger happy. Um. So yeah, basically, that's that's the that's my vibes on gratitude as well. Um. But it's just more interesting, I guess, to think about what what it looks like when you're not living with an attitude of gratitude. Um, um, <clears throat> so what is ungrateful? Ungrateful. Oh, sorry. Just to get your dictionary again. <laughs> no, I love, I love get, reaching for the dict. <laughs> All the dict. day, every day. Dict happy. <laughs> um, unplumbed. Oh. That's not well, sorry, I just opened up to that page and it's not, it doesn't mean... Like free boiling water, because <laughs> like, that's what I was like. Unplumbed. Oh, like <laughs> that's what I thought. Like unplumbed, but it actually means um, not measured. But we're not talking no, about that. No. I don't know. Like Candace, focus. Um, for my listeners, our listeners, I'm actually woke. I did not expect to have a big night last night, but someone came over. Next thing I knew, it was two a.m. in a bar, and then I woke up in a disgusting position with like surrounded by popcorn. <laughs> 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 and that was today. So I apologize. You're going to hear some hairbrained, you know, the More hair than brain. usual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to hear um, unsolicited Candace time. Yes. Found it. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> kind of. Okay. Ungrateful. Not sure. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was a lot of effort for something that That's we're not going to be super grateful <laughs> for. Sorry, everybody. Um, ungrateful. Adjective. Not showing or offering thanks for a favor or compliment. And before it said gifts and yeah, favors. And fa all of that is like, that's just very much the sort of superficial level of like, 
you gave me a present and I said, and I didn't say thank you or I didn't appreciate it. Like I threw it in the bin afterwards or something like that's Which so is ungrateful. Yes, though. absolutely. Absolutely. But there's so much more of a, like, um, like an existential element to gratitude and ingratitude. I think like, um, well, I might, I might actually segue this into a quote that I found from this article. I love it. Titled, yes. What Gets in the Way of Gratitude Ooh. by Robert Emens, and it's in the Greater Good blog for Berkeley University. Cool. People who are ungrateful tend to be characterized by an excessive sense of self-importance, arrogance, vanity, and an unquenchable need for admiration and approval. I love this. Narcissists reject the ties that bind people into relationships of reciprocity. They expect Ooh. special favors and feel no need to pay back or pay forward. Yes, I love that. Yes. That is a very satisfying answer. Yes, yeah. I would say so. It's, it's, it, that's, that's more, I guess, talking about the behavior of being ungrateful. Because mm. it is an attitude, it is a mindset, and it is a like atmosphere about a person. Mm. And I'm telling you, if nobody else has told you, like listeners... Like when you're just whinging about something, you're a pain in the ass to be around. Yes, yes. You're like a Debbie Downer, Missy Pissy, yes. annoying as fuck. Yes, yeah, yeah. If you're actually if you're whinging about something that is minor, I guess I I mean obviously there's there's appropriate things to whinge about, obviously. Of we can rant about stuff. But, you know, getting pissed off because the fucking sandwich that came out of the kitchen of the cafe didn't have the fucking sauce on it that you wanted mm. and you just feel so hard done by and why doesn't anything ever go right for me and it's like really like come on man and the other like level of ungrate like uh anti-gratitude mm. is when you're hanging out with somebody and it's like oh you're like on a beach man there's sand everywhere but like mm. we're on a yes. beach we're like having a great day it's like tool like yes. maynard the chance to be alive and breathing yes. is that not enough yes That's tool quote uh, or, like, or like being able-bodied, for example. It's like there, you know. Oh, I'm so like, I'm so hard done by because you know I'm trying to do this fun activity and it's you know something on the website that I was trying to log in isn't letting me do it because I want to go water skiing and I can't make the booking and it's really shitty and everything sucks and it's like, dude, you're going fucking water skiing. You should be grateful that you have legs. Some people don't have legs out there. That was very specific. Have you booked a water <laughs> no, skiing? <laughs> but I was, I was thinking about how like I've got um, sometimes like I've got a friend who like if we have if we're gonna go to like a festival or something and the whole experience of like getting ready to go is like oh like I've got to run around I've got to pack oh shit I don't have this thing oh no the lights out of batteries oh no all this and it's just complain 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 and you're like dude we're going to have fun like nothing about this experience is stressful because the whole like the experience starts when you pack the car and ends when you get home and have a shower and the whole thing is a fun, lucky thing that you get to be doing. Mm. You know, you get to be having this inconvenience. That in itself, I remember reading a quote years back and it was like, it's kind of just become a part of my thinking now because mm. it was very simple. It was like, just adding the word get. It was like, I don't have to do it. I get to do it. Mm. It's a very simple way of reframe, a super simple way of reframing everything. I yes. get to go to school. I get to learn. I yeah. get to do these chores because I have my house. And I yes. get to take care of it. How cool is that? Yeah, like, I get to sit in traffic because yeah. I have a car and I'm going somewhere very important because I'm an important business person. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my keys. Yes. <laughs> Look how many keys are on my key ring. Don't you see how lucky I am? <laughs> I get to have yes. keys because I get to have responsibility. 
You know, that sort of twisting the way you think about stuff reminds me of another topic that we discussed in relation to anti-gratitude, which you're an expert on. Yeah. Um, which is being jealous of something. I'm not an expert in a bad no, way. No, no, like, no, no, I'm yeah. not a jealous person. No, just, like, no, just no I mean, thought about it. Yes, this, this concept, because I, when we were, um, you went away last week and we were on the phone and you were saying how you'd been out camping and you went to the beach. And my first thought, I was like, oh man, I'm so jealous. And then I think I even said it. I was like, no. I'm so happy for you yeah. that you get to go do these nice things. <laughs> <laughs> and like, honestly, I wouldn't care if you were happy no. or not. I mean, for I was me. I get to do it. Yeah. yeah, but I was trying, but I was trying to cultivate my attitude of gratitude by saying, like, don't be jealous about like because she's like going, you know, and having some time off. Like, you're about to go have some time off. It's okay. You get to have time off too. You're happy for her. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And like, um, there is a difference between jealousy and envy, which mm. it's a very subtle distinction but I love these kind of distinctions so if you don't know jealousy is the fear no it's when you have something and the jealousy spawns from the fear of that being taken away from you envy is when you don't have the something and you're longing for it Coveting it. Coveting. Ah. Yes, that's so right. So you were actually envious. I was envious and I always fuck that up actually. But I feel like both of those are uh, sort of li- like hallmarks of a person who's just really not appreciative of th- the things that they do have. And yeah, because jealousy for me, when we like said, what was the, what do you think the mm. anti-gratitude um, is? For me, I think jealousy is a real state of mind that is in almost polar opposite of um, a grateful mind. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And especially, yeah, especially if, um, sort of the idea that you're it comes back into that sort of like Buddhist idea of like attachment you know like Mm. you're you're jealous because you're really worried like you know of a partner for example you see your partner flirting with someone and you get really jealous Mm. because you have this sort of unhealthy attachment to that person as as if they're your property or maybe you have self-esteem issues that you know you're sort of not dealing with or whatever and you haven't you haven't sort of looked at those so instead of kind of taking a step back and being secure and grateful for the opportunity you've had to be with this person, you're, everything is a threat. Everything is an attack on you personally because it's, you know, no one, so my partner isn't just maybe going through their own thing in life and maybe they're just a flirtatious person and they like that feeling and I know deep down that they love me and that like if there was really an issue, you know, they would come talk to me. Mm. It's, you don't have any trust there. It's all about me, me, me. It's all about my, my thing and you're taking my thing away. Yeah. You and know? It's like, and jealousy, like, because it's uncomfortable and that's fine. Mm. Uh, like, but it is, a psychological conflict that returns you to your own fears, which is an insecurity in itself. Mm. Um, and what pisses me off is that, like, like I, you know, I really like the victim mentality. I have really, like, you know, you've yes. heard me ranting about it. Like, take no prisoners. Yes. The weak must die. And by that, I don't mean the sick and feeble. I mean, like, the like victims. Weak of spirit. Weak of spirit. Mm. Yes. Um, but like. This victim mentality that people have and they'll be like, oh, I was just so jealous and therefore use that as a card to like behave however you want. It's bullshit. Absolutely. It's it, like jealousy is a feeling and it's manageable. You like don't be a slave to your moods. You can like it's mm. not comfortable, but it's very indicative of something that you might like. It shows you your insecurities. And if you sit through the discomfort for what could 
like 10 minutes, yes. it will pass. Yes. It will pass. You've just got to fa- like ugh, harden the fuck up yeah. look like, and become friends with your own mind and so that you don't yeah. have to become a slave to all these kind of ridiculous notions. Jealousy is just as important as everything else. Mm. And, and like there might be a um, – like that jealousy is probably telling you something as well, you know? Very clearly. Like I've had um, – I haven't experienced that feeling in relation to like romantic relationships very much. But when I was younger, I used to get a lot of jealousy with my <clears throat> my close girlfriends where I would have close little friendships. I tend to develop to, to develop like really tight friendships with like one person and like she was my person. And then if I saw that she was like getting close with someone else, I'd be like, but I thought we were best friends, you know, and. Um, and you know, what, what do you mean? Like you went and hung out with this person and you didn't call me when you were having a problem, you know, you called this other person or whatever. And, um, let alone from, you know, examining, like maybe why doesn't this person want to hang out with me as much as they used to. Um, it was, it was, it wasn't until I sort of became, well, when I came here, I had a lot healthier friendships, I think in general. Um, but because I was a lot more just confident in myself mm. and knew how to, recognize that when I felt like someone was pulling away from me, it's not all about me. Yeah. Like it's, it's probably not about me at all. And it might be about me. Then you can go, okay, well maybe I have actually been a bit of a downer lately, or maybe my friend is just going through something that I'm not the person they want to talk to about it. And that has no reflection on who I am. Yeah. Um, and so that jealousy, can, you know, like all emotions can be helpful in helping in allowing you to sort of evaluate why you are feeling so desperate and mm. clingy about something. You know? And it's the same with envy. It's like, why do I feel so envious that you went away? Because you need to get away. Because I need, need to get out of this fucking city. <laughs> And that's totally fine. And that envy is totally here. rational. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like it's enviable because exactly. you need that as well. Exactly. You need, we need some wide open spaces. And do you know what I took? I did with that envy. I went home that night and we fucking booked a trip for after Christmas because I was yes. like, we need to fucking go to the beach. What are we doing? Like we booked a trip. Yeah, that's like, action. And that was like, <laughs> a, like thinking as well. If you become friends with your jealousy and your envy, you can channel it into your own personal gain. Exactly. Which that's is like probably what I was trying to say before yes. no and you said it like you said it perfectly you nailed it uh, and that's the thing like use it use it to make you stronger yes. it's fine imbib it become like like power rangers all getting together to become a megatron <laughs> we are envy and we are gratitude yeah. <laughs> i actually have been a very jealous romantic partner in the in the past which is why i started reading a lot of books about jealousy because oh. there's actually like you can get roadmaps and stuff like how to manage your own emotions and you that's mean you the... don't have to reinvent the wheel no yeah and because believe it or not other people have been jealous <laughs> it's actually not a unique to you kind of thing it may be like one of the seven storylines that exist in like all literature is like jealousy <laughs> man and it's caused some fucking cool conflicts like hello helen of troy yeah man like um yeah, yeah. <laughs> um that's just what I wanted to say before. Because yeah, I'm not this, yeah. like, I don't want to, I'm not some wanker that's, like, I've experienced jealousy in a really experience, oh, like, yes. a really 
gross way. Oh, yes. Oh, and please, you know, as with everything, um, we I think we both, I certainly know that I like to get on my little soapbox and preach um, self-help monologues about <laughs> how to live a happy, wonderful life. And, you know, I'm, I'm in therapy, so this yeah. is obviously not something, it's a lot easier said than done with all of these things. And here, here is the girl, like, talking about, like, how to live and is the same girl that's still in pain after punching furniture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So please, please, these are tips that if you take them, take them or leave them. You know? Yeah, take them with a grain of salt and a shot of penicillin. Exactly. Always. So what did you think of? So my first thoughts were entitlement and spoiled brats, all of the archetypes of spoiled brats that we have out there. Mm-hmm. The Karen, for example. And I was thinking the Veruca Salt. Yes. Daddy, I want another, I want another squirrel. Daddy, yes. I would <laughs> like exactly. Daddy, I want an Oompa Loompa. Yes. <laughs> so exactly. Um, <clears throat> I thought of trustafarians. I've never heard that term before. Mm, it's um the I guess the I guess it's an American term, but it's like, you know, trust fund kids who are like, like, you know, wook, you know, tr- hippie, dready, you know, you know, acting like they're all sort of straight kids, but they're really like living off daddy's yeah. inheritance kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it takes money to look like a street exactly. kid. Exactly. <laughs> like and that a homeless chic thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a citizen of the world. Like, oh, no, man, I don't work because, like, fuck a nine to five. And also, like, I get an allowance from daddy, like, of, like, $4,000 every month. So, like. Yeah. And I've never paid for anything, so. Mm. No, so we have that, a house in the Hamptons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I'm just going to go to daddy's house in Phoenix for a while, you know. Mm. Um, <laughs> just get away from it all. It's been so stressful. It's been so stressful. I need to get off the beaten path. Where are you going? Noosa. Yes. <laughs> That's a oh. Kath Kim thing. <laughs> we've, we've, decided to go, we've decided to go off the beaten path. Somewhere real rough it. Where are you going? Oh, Noosa. <laughs> yes. um, but my... So yeah, I watched a lot of Karen's Gone Wild compilations. Whoa, is that a good thing? Oh yeah, oh it's my like, god, you can watch like hours on YouTube of like Karen's Gone Wild of just like stream, you know, sewn together videos of like people ask, you know, losing it at managers and calling the cops on kids in skate parks and shit. It's that is good. so good. funny. I did not. And can I just say, I think that we all have to be real and admit. That sometime we're all a little bit of a Karen. Absolutely. Oh, I have a I have an anecdote here that I will share a bit later about my most Karen moment. So please, def- again, we're all Karen. Sometimes. We're all Karen sometimes. Exactly. Um, I didn't realize that was a whole entertainment genre. Though. Oh yeah, that I'll makes put me a very link. happy. I'll put a link in the episode description to the Facebook uh, channel that I was watching on it pretty good i would like to see karen's gone mild as well <laughs> like if we could get some like actual footage of a karen wanting to speak to a manager just because they're actually interested in how their day went oh okay i was thinking something else i was thinking like a karen asked to speak to the manager but then she calms down and everything's okay <laughs> both work both work <laughs> She goes from spicy to mild. <laughs> she goes from spicy to lemon. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The simmer down, Karen. How Get to that you... lemon and herb, all right? All right? <laughs> Think, uh, go from, you're at medium right now, Karen. Let's just take it down one more notch. Almost at lemon pepper. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is... I'm just trying to think because I was thinking like... I was thinking like picture your... King Charles Spaniard, whatever, like those dog things. But I'm like, no. What is the what is the thing that calms down Karens? What is their kryptonite? What like uh, is it? It's 
Starbucks. Oh yes, Starbucks. Absol- is it like yep, think it's Starbucks? Think yeah. of the seasonal. Think yeah. of the seasonal pumpkin Starbucks. spice, Karen. Ah. Pumpkin spice. Ah. <laughs> yeah, or like in in Australia, the equivalent is I don't know what's the equivalent. Like Karen's in North America, like froth or yes. a Starbucks oh, yeah. froth. They always have a Starbucks in their hand while they're calling the police. I was in a canyon in fucking like I was in a canyon in Oregon, and I like we had been on a trail for like. 40 minutes and I looked up and saw a woman crossing like a thing holding a Starbucks with whipped cream on the top and I was like how did you get that here and how does it still look like oh my god I was a I thought it was a prop yeah yeah. (laughs) fucking yeah serious Uh, it's out of control that's the that is like absolutely the mascot of the Karen Mm. or the anti-Karen in North America in North America it's here is it chain coffee maybe like Mm. Like a dare iced coffee that you she picked up two Maybe. for one at the Cerbo. Oh yes. Maybe. I don't know. Or Maybe. it could be yeah, if you if you, if you can think of the Karen Kryptonite, let yes. us know. In so Australia, we can, yeah. We'll keep one in the glove box. <laughs> exactly. We'll keep it in like just a melted Starbucks. You just throw rotten de- like spoiled dairy at her and be like, calm down, calm bitch. Calm down, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> the the power of Starbucks compels you. <laughs> So good. Yeah. So next time you see a Karen bitching, throw some spoiled dairy on her and that should calm it down. I'm going to get us back on track now. Thank you. <laughs> um, so We but, get to three things at Karen. Yeah, we get, we get to. Let's get back on track. All right. So the number one thing, the number one most entitled thing that I could think of though. Yeah. Beg packers slash oh. crowdfunding your trip to Burning Man. Dom. Yes. <laughs> oh, the feelings I feel when I see someone try to convince me to donate to their flight and ticket and supplies for Burning Man because I just feel like burners need to experience my experimental tantric harpsichord workshop this year. <laughs> <laughs> it is my gift to the world. Yes. But like, if you're that broke, it's obviously a shit gift because yeah. no one's paying for that. <laughs> no one, yeah, no one paid you to come in the first place. So. Yeah. All of it, just oh my god, like that. It it is. I feel physically repulsed by that. Um, my disdain for that is only surpassed by my contempt for back beg packers. Mm. Um, I found this great article on Medium uh, that talks about it, um, which I'll link. Um, but if you haven't heard the term, do you know what it is? Yes, I yes. do because um, we've got a wonderful friend who uh, yes. gets very angry about beg packers, and with fair reason. But she posted a uh, fantastically. Uh, a scathing yes yes there and she has a she has a uh, she puts poetry to yes, scathing absolutely she makes <laughs> she makes scathing into a sensual experience yeah no i was aroused <laughs> and like so but yeah pictures of these fucking kids yeah. these like wearing amazing like amazingly Brand expensive yeah, yeah yeah in a third world country yeah and they're begging yes you yes assholes yes western <laughs> backpackers usually American, American, British, Aussie, Russian apparently is a big thing. Um, most often traveling in Southeast Asia, beg for charity from locals so that they can continue our life-changing travels around this beautiful country. Gross. They actually say that on their little bits of cardboard. They I- say shit like, like the audacity in the words of Greta Thun- Thunberg. How dare you? How dare like you? it is so like. <laughs> it's one of the most important behaviors I can think of. Um, these twats who truly believe that the world owes them 12 months of full moon parties, yoga retreats, banana pancakes, and mushroom milkshakes. I hate them. Yeah. No. Um, I, it's I, horrible. And it, it like, 
that is such a like fundamental sense of entitlement yes like that it's blinding that they can't like they are blinded to it they, yes like they and the uh, cruel irony is that they oh, they like, don't even realize no and, and they call other people probably call other people and be like oh that's such gross behavior when they see other people doing oh it's disgusting I, it's just all like you know it's already problematic in a lot of ways to you know, just sort of cavort around places and tourism has really affected in, in good ways and bad ways. A yep. lot of Southeast Asian countries, of course, like everything. Um, but to be so blatantly like to have such disregard and no awareness of where the fuck you are, like sitting there next to an actual beggar mm. who actually is homeless in Thailand or in India where like there's no fucking like social safety net there, man. You can go back to fucking the UK anytime you want and you'll never be homeless in that way you know it's just obviously yeah it's disgusting you could literally sell your shoes and be like and have more money than the person that you are sitting next to who is in like a dire situation yes Yes. I I, it's actually I know it's it's a dumbfounding yes um so yes, I wrote I wrote a long rant about this, which is what I'm reading. Um, there is an inverse correlation between a person's acknowledgement and gratitude for the many privileges that allowed them to backpack around the world and the likelihood that they will end up on Kosan Road playing Bob Marley covers on a ukulele and unapologetically stating that their requests for money are so they can continue traveling the world and fund their dreams. Well, the difference is like <laughs> I don't mind I don't mind people like that um, busk. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Yeah, that is a that is a step up, but I just resent the fact that they don't have money to con- con- to continue traveling. Like you should not have you should not have come or you should go home. I just think it's not on us other travelers or certainly not on fucking local people. Definitely you know, not if you local. want to busk and, you know, put a hat out, but like you've got money. Yeah. You know, if you want to just busk and do that. I, for I, sure. I think I like, cause there's a distinction and yes. I really, I think yeah. busking around the world, fucking sick. Like oh, the yeah. Honeywell brothers, like I saw them in Melbourne and then saw mm. them in Vancouver. I was like, oh, oh my God. Yes. But they okay. probably weren't like, that wasn't their only source of income to fund their travel. I think it was. Okay. And I think that's fucking, I think that's admirable. That's the difference. But I think that's admirable. But like, because I, I Also, remember, they were in Melbourne and Vancouver, though, not in fucking Thailand. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they travel like around Europe, funding themselves yes. by their own talent and playing things. Okay. And, I th- and they're very good musicians. Yeah. And I think, as far as I'm concerned, I think that's admirable. Yes. However, I remember when I was in fucking, like, somewhere and these, like, looked exactly like me, um, walked past and this bitch just shook Cu- like a cup at me and I was oh like you God. fucking asshole oh like I God. worked my ass off to get here and yeah. here you are shaking a cup at me like- entitled spoiled brat like mm. that's exactly what it is and they don't have gratitude they don't they don't <laughs> recognize how fucking lucky and privileged they are and you know it just makes me reflect on my own you know when I see stuff like that I think the reason it really gets me so much is because like I like could easily probably not be that extreme but like man like I was such a spoiled brat when I was younger and had so many privileges you know like I was raised in a stable home I had a great education I you know had 
I didn't have any material struggle. I have a meat sack that is free from physical or psychological disabilities. You know, I'm fucking... <laughs> and I actually have a bag of meat. It's yes, awesome. and I have meat. I have I... so many sausages. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I've, got, I've won the sausage of life lottery. <laughs> I love that. Exactly. And, and every fucking backpacker in... Southeast Asia, who's coming from a Western country, in some, maybe not in all of those ways that I just named of my privileges, but in at least some of them, they are really fucking lucky as well. And that's just the birth lottery. They did not do anything to make themselves be born in the UK, you yeah. know, um, and speak English as a native language and, you know, be able to get a job and fund your travels or have a daddy who paid for it, you know, Um but then I think about like, I guess like I, I wanted to like talk through my like sort of thought process and like share like my most embarrassing like Karen moment Sure. to talk about like how that shifted for me. Sure. Why not? I don't know if this is interesting. Well, if it's uh, not, we'll cut it. We can Fine. cut it. Uh, it's like a diary entry, but, um, and I'll try, I'll try not to like just read the paper. Oh, let's see how it goes. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, with all of those privileges that I have, I think the what shifted for me was sort of thinking back, getting exposed to new things, mm. of course, and then thinking back on, like, how I felt contempt for my parents for, like, trivial... Like, they imposed so few restrictions on me, but, like, sometimes my dad would always drive me to school because I was not going to take the bus. Really? And, yeah. yeah, and it was on his way to work, whatever, but still, like, so nice. Very lovely. Thank you, Dad. But if he couldn't drive me one day... Oh, I was so, I can't believe you're not driving me to, to, to school today, father. You How, don't love me. Yes, exactly. What do you want me to do? Take the bus? <laughs> like, or like, or like when I was 16 and I was house sitting for my neighbors um, and I had a party there mm. and I got caught by my parents <laughs> and they, as my punishment, they wouldn't let me go to my friend's beach house for spring break that year. Can you believe how cruel they were? I've seen some fucked up shit, that but was, that, that's, that's deranged. I know. Can you believe a person has to suffer like this? Can you believe? In this day and age. I'm only 16. How dare they? Yeah. Um, but I think I, he, I hit peak spoiled brat um when i was traveling in nepal in 2011 oh yeah very i've talked about this trip a lot of times because it was just formative in so many ways yeah <laughs> and this me. is why travel yeah. is so fucking important yes. you should be exposed like because you everybody should like you've all everybody's got something well and this, everybody's got something to be grateful for exactly and that, literally that added i think the attitude of gratitude that i've cultivated was like very much hardened during this trip where it was like Every type of discomfort a person could experience, I feel like I experienced while I was there. I mean, for the privileged person that I am, you know, mm. whether it was like literally shitting your pants or because you have parasites <laughs> or like. Um, That's what happened to me in Nepal as well. It was coming out both ends I so violently. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know anyone who's gone to Nepal and not shit their pants. <laughs> I was just like fetal position on the bottom oh. of a shower for like two days. Yes. Just dying. Yes. I got, like, we got food poisoning so much that time where I shit my pants was on <laughs> on a 15 hour bus ride across the country where we ate some fucked up thing for breakfast before we got on the bus and I was spewing out the window of the bus for half the ride took a Valium passed out and woke up with shit pants see this really humbling I'm so grateful that I was I had a shower That's, like, yeah, like exactly. in that situation that is like the kingdom exactly and and and, and you know what 
later in that trip, I got sick again. And that was exactly my thought. I was like, thank God I'm in my hotel room and not on a bus. It's so nice to be sick inside. Right? right? How <laughs> grateful. There's a fan. Oh my God. I can sit under the fan while how, I sweat it out. How the other half live. I know. I mean, coming back from that, wiping your, wiping your bum with your hand because there's no toilets, you know, and it's just the water hand situation. Yeah. I'll never complain about waiting in line for a toilet again. Yeah. You know, so again, poo always makes you grateful. Doesn't it? And that's the other thing. You've got, if you really don't have anything to be grateful, be grateful for your shit because it means you've eaten something. Exactly. Be grateful for your two legs and two fingers or more. And if you you don't have have them, grateful for your mind so you can listen. And if you're like in that situation and listening to this, don't like, what are you doing with your life? (laughs) (laughs) Um... Anyway, so yeah, so one of my big lessons from that trip, which I just like still shudder so much when I think about it, um, basically we were there for three months and I'd like applied for, we were coming back to Australia afterwards and I'd applied for some visa and I got an email from the Department of Immigration saying like, we need more information from you, like, or we're going to reject your visa or something like that. So Mm. I had to, I had to call them and it was 2011, so it wasn't like, I had a phone with like international roaming or anything. So I had to go to an internet cafe and like use the phone for international calls. So I go in there. I was calling the Department of Immigration. So I ended up sitting on hold for like a long time, 30 minutes or something. And then I get off the phone and the cafe owner gives me the bill and it was a staggering $50, which like was like, that's like three days of food and accommodation in Nepal. Totally. And I lost it. I fucking had the biggest tantrum in this internet cafe screaming at this woman gross so cringy it was so like oh my god it was like so disgusting I was like screaming at this woman I I was like you're a bad person I can't because she because I thought that she when she saw me sitting on hold for so long she should have told me that it was going to cost a lot of money that's that's why I was angry Mm. that was that was definitely her fault and she owed me this unique consideration because I am a uniquely stressed person and she should have noticed and taken sympathy on me. And mm. then when I kicked up a stink, she should have fucking waived the bill. She should have made me pay less. Mm. There was not like, like monster, like mm. absolute fucking monster, <laughs> absolute monster. Um, and can you just like think I'm, about... I'm cringing. I'm yeah, cringing. I know. So like, just, like, can you imagine like... Also, like, I was in there probably wearing boots that, like, you know, cost more than, like, her, the fucking rent on her shop, you yeah. know, whatever. It was just, the whole thing was just, like, it's just so disgusting when I think back on that. And it was, like, that, like, in that moment, my, like, young white American girl privilege had instilled in me this sense that I was entitled to exactly these types of special considerations. It was, just like... Another great reason to travel, to realize you're not that special. Exactly! Like, it was, like, you know, oh, I can talk myself... I've talked myself out of speeding tickets or late fees or getting in trouble with a teacher. It's, like, I've never actually had to face the consequences of my own complete stupidity and selfishness that's, like, absolutely no one else's responsibility to make sure that I don't spend too much money on an international phone call. Like... That... <laughs> what that reminds me of. I, like, I saw this thing on Reddit before I went to America that someone um, got kicked out of Applebee's for saying cunt and so I was like Australian so I'm like this is a great idea Candace. so I went in there ran up the bill and then tried to get kicked out by saying oh. cunt and it like I'd run up a huge bill and then I had to pay it oh <laughs> Ew, and Applebee's I, I 
Loved it. I got Turned the salmon. Not, not the get out of jail free card that you, you thought it was. You can't just shout. Like, I just looked like I had a crazy tick. I was just like shouting. Can't, not at anybody. And I couldn't do it with like the proper aggression that like. I can't believe you was, had to suffer that. They so should have. I can't believe they didn't let me not pay. Hey. Rude. Rude. It's so rude. I can't believe I had to pay for my food oh with my a tip. <laughs> and just to say, I could not believe that I had actually taken an action and now I have to reap the consequences of this. It's shocking. It's, it's really confronting it's just, when it, that happens. You know, why would she not, um, you know, put aside her own self-interest to get, you know, to, for me to pay for the service that she rendered to me? Yeah. Why? At, why would she do this to me? I know. How and it was dare to me. she want to eat? And it was to me personally, a personal attack on me. You yeah. Know, she's a bad person and she's evil to me. You are a target. Exactly. And <laughs> I'm a victim here. I am the victim here. Always. Doesn't she realize I had to call the Department of Immigration? That's not my fault. Yeah. That's that you've my, decided to that, travel to another country. Yes, it's not my fault that I have visa issues. Yeah. In my like fairyland of a world that I just get to cavort back off to whenever I want. Yeah. So, um, things Prostitution I, of justice. <laughs> exactly. Um, so things I wasn't grateful for in that moment. <laughs> I was not grateful that I could make that phone call and sort out my visa issue. I was not grateful that actually $50 was pretty much nothing and I could easily afford to pay the bill. Mm. I certainly wasn't grateful um, that I was traveling in Nepal for three months, having the time of my life and having this incredible adventure. And I get to do that. Mm. That was the opposite of what I was thinking in that moment. Um, so reflecting, reflecting on it, um, acknowledging these privileges is humbling. It is. <laughs> um, and the humility evolves. It probably actually starts out with embarrassment and shame. And then it evolves into humility and then I think eventually humility evolves into gratitude, you know? Like, I have that sort of, that train, like, when I think about those moments and, like, other moments where I was a fucking horrible person to, like, service representatives on the phone. Mm. Um, That's a real Karen. I, like, I actually yeah. had to, I, I could tell I was going to be a Karen a couple of weeks back calling um, uni, and I could feel it in my blood. Like, not just that, like... I was edgy. I could feel like mm. that I wanted to start a fight. Mm. Like, because sometimes I'll like just to blow off steam and oh man, I'm yeah, like, I just yeah. want to start a fight. Um, so I had to watch like 30 minutes of vines before making the call. So I'm like, all right, re recalibrate, have so a good, good fucking laugh, like watch something stupid, get like, loosen up, loosey goosey, loosey goosey. So good. And because I could feel it. And I'm yes. like, this person is like just doing their job and I'm just, I can feel I want to like call them. Mm -hmm. And, like, there is a problem, but this isn't how to handle it. It's not going to get it done faster. It's just going to make everyone's day really yes. shitty. Yes. And you don't have to do that. No. You can watch some vines. You can. <laughs> like, but you know what you need? You need that space. You need that space in between the uh, the boiling up feeling and the and the uh, spewing out vitriol feeling. <laughs> and, like, honestly, and when you kind of, like, evaluate, because when I, like, Re like was analyzing that moment. I was like, why do I want to start a fight? Because it was a couple of months ago and it was in lockdown kind of thing. And I was like, I haven't really like, I was just feeling agitated mm. because of the situation. It had nothing to do, like, although there was an issue with like, um, it was a login, something like mm. IT stuff for uni, which we're doing remotely. And I like in itself, I hate IT issue because I always feel dumb because I mm. always just don't, I can't, I'm such, I'm so not tech savvy. And so like, I already feel really, um, like I, I know I'm like 
really not as uh, eloquent. Mm-hmm. At, like that's not my field yes. of comfort. Yeah, and so yeah, part yeah. of me, I was already feeling defensive because I'm like, I'm going to look stupid. Yeah, I'm going to say ego. Yeah. It was yeah. like challenging your ego more than anything. Yeah. yeah, and then the agitation of just like the whole thing and I could feel it. And so that had nothing to do with like, the whole thing and like with this whole thing with this poor woman in Nepal who yeah. you bombasted I mean just <laughs> absolutely I mean did I I probably ruined her fucking week like I, it was not horrible. really because you got 50 bucks out of you yeah, which is pretty ho- fucking hopefully, sweet hopefully god hopefully she was just like fucking gringos are crazy <laughs> don't come back here but I got 50 bucks so that's good yeah <laughs> like Jesus Christ she deserves so much more for putting up with that I mean <clears throat> I think the um, I think the the way to kind of get over that feeling of like that victim mentality and like that, you know, that it's a personal attack. You have to, you have to kind of like depersonalize these things. Mm. I think, you know, it's like for one, I think probably part of my reaction was that I was angry at myself. You know, I was like, what? I didn't check how much it would cost per minute. When I was on hold, I actually had a moment of like, Oh, I hope this isn't expensive. Maybe I should check. And then I was like, oh, I don't want to talk to the lady, you know? (laughs) So like, so it was like, it was all, and like, I think, you know, I knew that. And so instead of being like, oh, okay, like now you've learned something here, just like check and don't be like a chicken shit about talking to people. Mm. Just, you know, it was like all that pent up frustration at myself for like making a mistake and heaven forbid we make mistakes because we must be perfect all the time, Merida. Merida cannot be wrong or make the wrong choice at all, ever. Yeah. Um, it's Nobody can look fault. stupid. Nobody can look stupid. No one can be embarrassed. Um, so you have to, like, I think that now I'm better at doing that stuff um, because it's not, try to, like, depersonalize it, you know? It's like, it's not about you doing something bad to me. This IT issue that I'm having is not you trying to make the organization trying to make my day harder. No Mm. one is trying to make your day harder. No. The world is just like not catered to you personally. (laughs) And that's the thing about like victim mentality. (laughs) The arrogance that's wrapped with that, that you think like the whole world is revolving around you and that you're some like, (sighs) like that nobody else has any shit going on. Everybody's just twiddling their thumbs waiting for you to come past it that they can make your day bad. Yes. It's fucking ridiculous. Actually that it's, uh, one another quote from that article, um, the what gets in the way of gratitude that I pulled out was um, entitlement is the core of narcissism. Ooh. Entitlement and self-absorption are massive impediments to gratitude. You will certainly not feel grateful when you do receive what you think you have coming because after all, you had it coming. You deserved it. Yeah. Counting blessings will be inefficient because grievances always outnumber gifts. Mm. I really like the and way that was phrased. Yeah. I really do too. Mm. Because yeah, totally. If you want to focus on what shit, there's like it's never ending, mm. and you can find heaps of stuff. But there's so many things that are so good. Yeah, like yeah, there's and, so and, many things that are so good. Yes. <laughs> and, and like and 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 it's about the bigger picture too. I think when you get, I think a lot of times that sort of self-absorption is because you're sort of looking at things on this minute level, you know, mm. like <clears throat> I have a friend who like, gets really frustrated like with, with little like thing, you know, like they're doing something that they really enjoy, like overall enjoy doing, but in the process of doing it, something becomes frustrating. And then it's like, now you're in a shitty mood. Mm. And like, I think the, if you take a sort of bigger view, try, you know, try these little moments, you know, try to catch yourself when you're getting really pissed off that, 
um, you know, you're trying to fix something and the bolt's not going in right or whatever. It's like, yes, but at the end, I get to have a fixed bike rack or whatever. And, you know, the, the end goal is like what, like what I'm doing right now. I don't know. I'm just saying like be present. It's like what I'm doing right now is the thing. Mm. And so this frustration that comes with it is like part of the thing that I'm doing. Mm. I don't know. It's like. It is. It's, right. kind, it's like kind of like thinking about stuff that. I don't know how to, how to phrase it better. Um, it's. Oh, there was a quote that I read a while back that I'm going to butcher, but. Um, I really liked its sentiment. It's like this unknown. It's just fucking crack. Mm-hmm. But like crack for people, like one of those quotes that pop up is like crack for people that are constantly trying to look for self-improvement. But mm. it was like good thing to keep in the mind, which was whatever you're going through right now is preparing you for what you wished for. Mm. And in the like in that element, that frustration of learning how to put together that bike rack mm. is preparing. Like you won't, ha- you figure it out. It's all right. And at the end, you'll get to like get have this bike, bike rack. rack. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. That's that's exactly it. It's like you're. This is the thing that you're doing. Like you yeah. you have signed up for this. Mm. Um. And again, not talking about people who have like genuine injustices done against them. Yeah, we're not talking. about Obviously, that. you know. Once again, but it's about the sort of the really mundane everyday kind of complaining and but conversely Mm. there are plenty of people that have legitimate and horrific injustice done to them and they can still manage to have a better attitude than some of these assholes walking around (laughs) but i'll bet you they didn't always have that attitude they probably had to oh i don't want to make any generalizations at all and i don't think we should no i guess i just mean like people are always on their different on a different stage of that journey i guess you know like Especially if you're, um, we're going back to the free will thing now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I guess, yeah, I think like um, if you had met me 10 years ago or whenever that was when I was in Nepal, like I used to complain about shit all the time. I was one of those people where it was like, I'm uncomfortable and so now I'm going to like release. Make everyone uncomfortable. Make everyone, yeah. And it was never around, it was never around, it was always like the, you know, like how it is with everyone, but the people closest to you bear the brunt of that. So it was like my partner, my mom, you know, sometimes my best friends would see the worst side of me because that's where I feel like I can be myself and my true self is a fucking whiny brat who just complains about shit all the time. That's not your true self. That's no, just no, an element that, of it. Well, but that that's, <laughs> I had owned that as my identity is like shitting on stuff. That's how I felt like oh really yeah like I felt like I'm a really critical person I have very high standards and like I feel and like people that I would connect with Mm. was because we would shit on stuff together yeah and like still to some degree I feel like I find that in other people you know yeah but it's not in this way where it's like I'm tethered to this identity of feeling like Everyone is stupid. I'm the smartest person here. Everything is fucking annoying and the world is just set up to be horrible and dumb and annoying for me. Yeah. You know, like that kind of just really yeah, victim mentality and entitled brat mentality. And I think like mm. uh, like the like there's an, the in the spectrum of sort of like what makes up like the profile of what we'd say like anti gratitude is because mm. I think it really it is a profile of certain things and behaviors and mm. all that and I'd say arrogance is definitely yes. in the blend of that because if you're so arrogant that you're like you can't recognize how good a bunch of things yeah. are and you just expect like which yeah arrogance really yeah. falls into like entitlement as well fully fully agree oh hey we haven't defined entitlement can we look that up of course <laughs> of course um entitlement I know where the E is. Oh, yes. Yeah. Before or after G? Pop quiz. <laughs> Before. <laughs> I really thought about it. I was like, really I, bet I just found it like 
in like I just I'm looking at ease, but I can like really have to think about that. Um, entitled. Now I have to remember where the fucking I is. Entitled. It's a verb. Entitling. Entitled. To give someone the right to do or have something. Or the second definition is to give a name. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to give to give, name, to give or a title to a book or film. Right. Um, right. So that's not what I was thinking. No. To give someone the right to do or have something. And it, the problem, ah, oh, weird. That's to weird. To give, who is giving? Well, that's okay. So that's that's the like the entitlement because I also thought about entitlement like in the uh, legal sense of the word, where like you know you have um, a, a you know your grandma dies and you're entitled to a share of their estate um, because the will gave you that entitlement. Mm. But I think the the bad entitlement is where you've deemed yourself worthy <laughs> well that's and like the assumption yes the assumption i'm just looking up arrogance arrogant having it Ooh, here we go nailed it we found it all right we found we found okay case closed <laughs> having <laughs> it's all right everyone we fixed the world uh having an exaggerated opinion of one's own importance or ability perfect um and the latin it comes from latin arrogare which is to claim as one's own, which mm. I think is part of the entitlement as well. Yes. I yes. love language so much. <laughs> I love language so much. Because with these things together, do we find the crux of like what it actually the, means? Like the experience of it. Yeah, yeah and yeah, giving yeah. a vocabulary to be able to articulate such esoteric sort of like things because you can't like – I love that. Like yes. to, to just watch someone strolling around and being like, look at him walking around like he doesn't deserve to be shot in the back of the head and put in a lake. Like, <laughs> too far? No, no not far no. enough. <laughs> you know the people I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> like, it's so... Maybe no, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about someone strolling around arrogantly. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, you were talking about the arrogant person. Sorry, I just thought you meant any old person. <laughs> like, don't you have these thoughts? No, but... No, I was thinking about somebody. And I'm not a homicidal ah, yes. maniac. No, 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 no. A specific arrogant person, yes. Look at how they stroll around the world. They own the place. They deserve... They they feel that they deserve everything they have. Mm. And more. And more. And, well, one thing that I think is the crux of entitlement, which is the, the idea that, um, like... That you don't have to earn someone's respect yeah. or consideration or like even material things that you think, you know, um, which is hard for me because on, on one hand, I believe that sort of in an interpersonal way. But then on the other hand, I have this like very important core belief that like there are sort of fundamental universal things that any human being walking the earth is entitled to. You know, like, like I think that, you know, just like the sort of core things of like, everyone deserves dignity. Everyone deserves respect. Like, I don't think you deserve dignity and respect if you don't earn it. Well, but, but sort of like as a, and I don't think that that's a thing that can just be like shift, like put over a whole life of umbrella. I think that you earn those by being like undignified and not being respectable so that you can get to those points where you get it. But then, but then, okay. So that's in like a sort of interpersonal way, but I guess I just mean more like on the surface, like I walk into a shop yeah. and this person doesn't know anything about me. I don't know anything about them. The, my first 
experience with them should be to give them respect. Yeah, and I I see what you mean now. And like equality of like men and women and like all races. Yes, I get it. Yes, all right. As a fundamental baseline. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, there are... so. A level of dignity a and le- respect. Yeah, a sort of the default. Yes. The default should be give people dignity, give people respect. Yeah. And I want a society that has that default mode built in, you know, to value yep. everyone's contribution as a human. Yeah. You know? And conversely, I think that that means equally mm. disrespecting somebody regardless of their gender or uh, like ethnicity if it's so if that if is have, what they deserve yes yes like, exactly so if yes yeah, so you start off with everyone has respect and dignity and then they have to earn the loss of that you know yeah they, ha- they have and, to behave in a way that makes you reevaluate your assessment and earn the gaining of it as well yeah. because there should be a base level but there's levels to it mm, yeah 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 absolutely just in the same way of yeah perfect example of yeah. that would be like the idea of like politeness when you have like a dude kind of creeping on you mm. and you know a per- you know first you're in a bar and someone looks over at you you know you don't want to your knee-jerk reaction to be like men always creeping on me it's like no they're just looking <laughs> at you they haven't done anything yet We're such different people because I'm like I look great <laughs> no, no, well, well see I feel like this is a um I worry sometimes about what's what's happening with the divisions in our culture because I worry that like that level of basic, you know, in the fight to give dignity to people who haven't had dignity before, mm. we then erase the humanity of people who should, you know, should be innocent until proven guilty. You know, yeah. like, I'm I'm sorry, but like, I don't want to have my knee jerk reaction when a, a dude looks at me if it's not in like a leery, creeping way, mm. you know, just, you know, gives a smile to me. I don't want to be like, oh, look at him creeping on me. You know, it's like, mm. no, okay, they're looking at me. But then... If it verges into that creepy zone, um, you don't fucking owe them politeness or, you know, a smile back or anything like that. You know, that's part of the liberation of our times is that Mm. you and that's what you were saying, which is that if they behave in a way that uh, that, you know, makes you question their respectability, then you're perfectly within your rights to not respect them. Totally. not give them anything, you know? And I remember I was having a fight with somebody years back and it's pissed me off ever since. Um, Because, it, like, it was one of the reasons where I'm like, Facebook is just a portal to hell. Because <laughs> um, it was one thing that happened and there was, like, big – it was fucking judge or jury on somebody, like, public – execution of like this whole thing which i didn't know anything about and felt completely qualified to jump in (laughs) perfect but it was just like the whole thing of like the crucifying somebody and i was just like facebook is not the place to fucking do this and this bitch wrote back she was like look i would have thought as a fellow woman you would have been on our side i'm like what the fuck does that mean what the fuck does that mean (laughs) and that's that's exactly it it's like no i'm making a judgment based on this specific situation the fact that I am a woman and the fact that in general women have these experiences doesn't mean that it applies to this situation. We have to see the nuance in and it. And the other thing yes. is, I'm, how dare you like tell me that I should believe you just because we should, yeah. like we both have a vagina. And like, isn't that actually more sort of like, isn't that giving women less agency? Yeah. It's you know? ridiculous. I, yeah. 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 So that for me, it was like, mm. <laughs> Mm. And so, yes, we, we give, di- we have a default level of dignity that everyone in this earth is entitled to. For which I'm grateful. No more, no less. <laughs> until proven otherwise, I guess is what I'm saying. I forgot that we were talking about anti-gravity. I, I just... <laughs> 
So one last little thought I had on entitlement, which is just sort of, again, personal experience, something I've learned. Um, if I navigate the world like a spoiled brat, believing that I am automatically owed respect, special consideration, and benefits from every person I encounter, my life will be an endless string of dramatic fights with friends, partners, bosses, and service workers. True. Big, yeah. big, big true. I will, I will be suffering bad. Um, yeah. And if I expect everything to be easy and I lose my shit every time it's not, life is going to be unpleasant, not just for me, but for everyone who has to deal with me. That's it. <laughs> um, so maybe entitlement isn't exactly the opposite of gratitude. But I think it's more like gratitude is the antidote to entitlement. Oh, that's neat. <laughs> yeah. So round up. What have round we learned? Up. What have we learned? Um, anything? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I learned the difference between envy and jealousy, which I'm going to remember this time. Mm -hmm. I learned that there's Karen, Karen gone wild. Karen gone, <laughs> and Karen gone mild. <laughs> yeah, can, we, can we just start a thing? Trademark copyright. Like, you know, we don't have to actually have learned something each time, but we can just say that we've had a great conversation. I, I enjoyed it. love it. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's sick. What are you not grateful for? Uh, I'm not grateful for the Department of Immigration taking so goddamn long. Caveat. Yeah. I, was yes. like, you <laughs> I should segue into that. Yes. I am. Um, yeah. I'm not grateful for the, politi the politicization of immigration um, and the... Uh, intentional long wait times for visas mine's so childish i'm like i was just gonna say cane toads <laughs> just like she's like you can be you can be ungrateful for cane I'm, I'm legitimately not grateful for cane toads they creep me out <laughs> um i'm ungrateful for it's good it's yeah. good that we don't have heaps of shit no, that we're not grateful it for. Yeah, no, it's true. Actually, I'm not grateful for whatever the fuck's going on with my eye. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. It's just got itchy again. I think it's because I haven't taken my makeup off. Hey, that is what it was last <laughs> yeah, time. I, think, <laughs> I thought I had pink eye, but I didn't. It was just me being a fuck with it. Uh, I was so grateful to find out that I didn't uh, have pink eye. <laughs> or, like, and I, if I could, like... I thought pink eye and then a quick Google search and I was like, oh my God, it's eye herpes. <laughs> of course, it's of always course, herpes. It's, it's always, always Any skin problem you have and you Google, it is herpes <laughs> or cancer. <laughs> one of the two. Well, I told you like what I Googled, when I Googled my one, I Googled a symptom on WebMD and it came back with one thing and one thing only. It was like, I have a speckled eye. And so I put that in oh, WebMD yeah. and it came back with one solution and it was Down syndrome. <laughs> I didn't realize I'd been living with Down syndrome for this long. <laughs> you had to self-diagnose. <laughs> it's, like, it's just so strange to me that that is the only thing it could be. Um, because surely, surely. And again, we are not laughing at Down syndrome. We are laughing at your self-diagnosis of something that clearly cannot be self-diagnosed. Um, it wasn't my self-diagnosis. It was WebMD. WebMD's yeah. self-diagnosis. Um, I think maybe one non-grateful thing probably wraps it up. It's mm. good that we don't have heaps of shit that no, we're not grateful yeah, for. Yeah. I like that. I like mm. that better. Fuck cane toads. Cane toads. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to say I'm okay. I'm not, I'm not grateful for fossil fuel led economic recovery. Again, here are pink eye and cane toads. <laughs> and I'm like the immigration system in Australia and the fossil fuel led recovery. 
Well, that's that about wraps it up, everyone. That's it. Yep, guys. So get out there. Go pray. Go pray, eat, and love. Exactly. <laughs> Go get drunk on a beach and be super stoked oh, that we get to do that. Yes. And you know what? Like you have, if you're listening to us and being like, dude, my problems are real and they're not that I like spent too much money on an international Then we're phone not call, talking to you. Then we're not talking to you. Exactly. Like That's, It's just me so much. And then people will be like, you are victimizing me. I'm like, I'm, you're obviously not who you're I'm not talking the, yes, to. You're not the target audience of this. <laughs> like, like, yeah. None I'm mostly just speaking to my former self right now. That's basically the fucking intended audience is and, me 15 years ago. And if you are offended, maybe it's because deep down, you know, <laughs> like yes. you're projecting. Anyway, and who am I to say? I'm just talking into a microphone. I don't have anyone in mind um, I was except just gonna, myself. I was just going to say the flip side of that, though, that I just also want to say is that if you are actually going through something that is like a legitimate thing to complain about and be having a hard time with, then... Mm. We're here for you, and I hope I'm it gets better. I'm going to go on holiday. Meredith's here. No, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. just more like I'm not. Just, I'm like holding space for you is what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, and I have a lot of compassion. Yes, we have compassion for you, and if there's anything we can do to make it better, write us an email. I mean, it's really only limited to maybe like giving you some unsolicited advice. What could we possibly do? This is the thing. Like, send us an email. What am I going to do? Rant. To help? Send us an, if you just need to get it off your chest, yeah, send that, us a rant. Yeah, that's that's something send I can get behind. Send us a rant. I'll love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, thoughts and prayers will also be sent. <laughs> <laughs> but genuine ones. Well... We'll wait till we see the email. And yeah. then we'll... That, you know what? That's the greatest gift we can give. Yes. Is treating every email individually <laughs> as and giving it the dignity and respect that it warrants. Yes, exactly. And, like, and so, yes, if you do deserve dignity and respect... <laughs> we will... From, from one to two paragraphs that you write to us, we will determine whether or not you are a human deserving of dignity and respect. And I promise I will be firm but fair. That's my default. And I am firm but fair. You know I'm firm but fair. You are absolutely. And we will apply those metrics to everyone regardless of your, like, who you are. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Let's like, cut. Let's talking. wrap it up. <laughs> okay. Wrapped up. Wrap it up. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Thank you. Bye. God bless. So if you have something to say about today's topic, write to us at doyoueverthinkaboutmail at gmail.com or send us a text or voicemail to 0499-860-397 and we might feature it in an upcoming minisode. Please don't forget to follow us wherever you listen, rate us on Apple Podcasts or share our show with other curious friends if you fancy. And finally, thank you to Scotty for production assistance, Frook for our theme music and Slum One for our wonderful cover art and graphic design. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.